This podcast is sponsored by GCOR 15, RMA's Governance, Compliance, and Operational Risk Virtual Conference, June 7th to 10th. The conference will provide valuable content and peer sharing in today's complex environment with a stacked lineup of industry experts covering topics including culture, PPP litigation, climate risk, DEI, AI and machine learning, re-entry in the wake of the pandemic, and much more. For more information and to register, visit www.rmahq.org backslash G-C-O-R. Hi, I'm Stephen Grosowski, Communications Manager at RMA. Today, I'm joined by Tamina O'Neill, Chief Risk Officer at Heartland Financial, to discuss how her bank had used KRIs, KPIs to monitor its risks and the internal and external environment as it evolved with the pandemic unfolding. So Tamina, what are some lessons learned during this unprecedented time where traditional metrics, KRIs, KPIs, did not reflect the reality of your, of your situation? Yeah, so I think what we learned is that um, we had a body of uh, risk metrics that we had um, been essentially monitoring and reporting on. And I think that the pandemic created a new set of risk factors and considerations that were not really contemplated in our existing body of risk metrics. And it forced us to take a look at what we had and create some new metrics as a result. Um, So we actually created specific COVID KRIs as a result of the pandemic. And then the other area I would say is probably um, more of the timing of our metrics and ability to get access to information and data. Uh, We had traditionally established a process in which our metrics were being reported quarterly, even if we had potentially um, monthly trend lines within the, the quarterly data. We really had done our formal reporting around more of a quarterly cadence as part of our you know, risk committee and board risk committee protocols. And the pandemic really made us take a step back and reevaluate that. And we recognized as a result that we probably needed to be looking at this information in a more timely fashion. So we created those COVID KRIs that I referenced were created based on a monthly cadence. Um, And that gave us more insight into what was actually happening. And I think part of the challenge with the environment was the volatility and the dynamic nature as things were initially unfolding. So waiting for you know a, a quarterly process is not gonna work when you're dealing with a pandemic situation and things are literally unfolding by the day. And so it was very dynamic and we needed more, we needed metrics that could you know, help us um, essentially uh, monitor our risks in a very volatile and fluid environment. And by doing, by creating more of a monthly cadence, we were able to monitor the environment both internally and externally um, more closely. Now, did you need to create new KRIs during the crisis or are those still in place? Uh, We did create new KRIs as a result. Um, So there were things like uh, specific KRIs around employee and workplace safety, as an example, you know, the presumption pre-COVID was that your offices are always open, right? And so maybe there's a business disruption event due to inclement weather or 
a system outage or something along those lines, but nothing to the degree of what we experienced when the pandemic first broke, where the country completely abruptly shut down. And so we went to a hub and spoke model and um, our branches, uh, you know, we had a lot of our drive-throughs basically open for our customers. So that made us realize that we needed to track that type of information to know what was going on in our locations and to understand, you know, are we able to, to basically uh, service our customers and, and, and meet their needs. Um, so having those KRIs developed around that were, was really important at that point in time. And I think some of the things that you just take for granted because they're just part of your normal operating environment the expectation is that the banks, the, the banks and the branches are going to be open. You know, that's the, the customary expectation. And we would maybe have a KRI under business from a business continuity perspective to capture those types of events or outages, but not to the extent of what we experienced with the pandemic, because it was really across our, all of our, our markets and our, our banks and, and branches. And so having, again, that KRI enabled us to hone in and understand what percentage of our locations were open and in what capacity, because we had to modify our, um, you know, branch operations, so to speak, as a result. Um, the other kind of KRIs that we developed were around the employee health part of it, which was around, we created a process to capture infection rates confidentially um, so just so we can monitor the environment, understand if we had potential exposures, and then that also helped to inform on what we needed to do in terms of deep cleanings in our, in our offices and things like that. So that was obviously, you know, pretty new, I think, to, to us and to the industry, frankly, in terms of having to address that. Um, you know, some other areas too, I think with, we participated extensively in the SBA's Paycheck Protection Loan Program um, in the first round of the stimulus under the CARES Act. So um, that was also another um, area that we were monitoring closely just to make sure that we were processing those applications and were able to meet our customers' needs there as well. So Tamina, how did your second and third line of defense support business process changes that were be being made at an accelerated pace due to the pandemic. Yeah, and that was probably another, I would say, uh, both a challenge and, and an opportunity for us. Um, a challenge in that we needed to support those efforts as a second and a third line and really just make sure that we were appropriately considering all the risks involved with those business process changes, I would say. And then, on the opportunity side, I think it presented some amazing opportunities to get things done that perhaps we had already, we knew that we wanted to move in that direction. And I think the pandemic really kind of helped accelerate some of that. So the way that we were able to support it is by making sure we had a seat at the table, that we were involved in the process, that we did all the risk considerations, kind of the risk vetting aspects of what we were trying to do so that we had a better understanding of what additional controls or enhanced controls that we needed to put in place to support that change. Um, and then I would say at kind of the, from a oversight perspective and a second line standpoint and third line, 
as those business process changes were implemented, we also made sure to modify our plans and kind of our review plans and practices. So for example, in our corporate compliance function, we have a compliance review and monitoring, you know, basically like a testing plan that we um, implement every year. And we pivoted and we modified our approach on the plan to make sure that we were capturing any specific business process changes that, that may have also um, had some compliance considerations as part of that business process change. So we were able to go back and kind of test those changes as they were implemented and review whether it's how we were processing loans or uh, maybe using uh, tools like DocuSign, you know, to make sure that we were actually compliant and we were able to do some testing around that. Um, the third line of defense audit did some of that as well, where they came back in and really audited some of the changes um, and practices in the control environment as well. So, so that is essentially how we were able to support what the business did. And then we took those, those observations and, you know, those are basically opportunities that you, you know, as you're identifying maybe potentially some issues or observations through that process, then that's, that, that creates that, okay, what do we need to do to further enhance the control environment to address some of, you know, areas perhaps that uh, because we had essentially moved rapidly to uh, put in some, put something in place due to the pandemic, we recognized that maybe there were some areas that maybe needed a little bit more work or, you know, we needed to, to enhance controls further. Tamina, thank you again for joining us today.